0: This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean news headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer. Phenomenal foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings. And Diamond Key Marina British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. World Bank Regional Economic Review predicts higher than expected GDP growth of 3%. Tron becomes the national blockchain of Dominica. British Virgin Islands Premier to seek removal of UK order in council. More investments needed in St. Martin to counter money laundering and terrorist financing. UNITO's U.S. to host Workforce Development Summit in Puerto Rico. And concerns grow as cholera spreads through Haiti's prisons. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, October 13th. We start a report today at the World Bank, where the economic review for the region is higher than expected. Dominica News Online reports that on Tuesday, Caribbean Chief Economist William Maloney presented the World Bank's Regional Economic Review, new approaches to closing the fiscal gap, which looked at growth perspectives amid extraordinary challenges following the COVID-19 pandemic and growing global uncertainties. The report estimates regional GDP will grow by 3% in 2022, a higher than previously expected rate due to the rising commodity prices. It is said that Latin America and the Caribbean economies have recovered to their pre-pandemic levels and the region has regained some sense of normalcy. However, economies need to be reignited in order to avoid a new low growth cycle. He said of greater concern to us is what we are predicting for 2024, a GDP of 2.3%, which is largely the growth we experienced during the decade of 2010. This suggests that we have structural problems in achieving higher growth rates, and that we have to keep our eyes on the long-term reforms. Now on to Dominica, where Tron becomes the national blockchain. Grenada Now reports Tron has made another breakthrough in its cooperation with sovereign states. Tron has been appointed as Dominica's designated national blockchain infrastructure with endorsements to issue Dominica Coin, an achievement that is the first of its kind in the blockchain industry. On October 7th, the government of Dominica announced on its official website that it had entered into an agreement with Tron, appointing Tron Protocol as its designated national blockchain infrastructure. The news has sent shockwaves across the blockchain industry, with some of the industry practitioners crying that Dominica is now a territory of the Tron states. The participation between Tron and Dominica has created many more use cases for blockchain technology and laid the foundation for its success in the future. According to the report, the Caribbean has become the superstar of the development of cryptocurrencies. The rise of blockchain has brought new opportunities for economic and social development in the region. Jamaica and Puerto Rico, among other countries and regions, are actively embracing cryptocurrencies and blockchain to speed up their growth. Dominica Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt said the open and cost effective nature of Tron blockchain infrastructure will play a vital role to better integrate small island developing states like Dominica into the global economy in the future. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Next up, Premier of the British Virgin Islands seeks to remove the UK Order in Council. BVI News reports British Virgin Islands Premier, Dr. Natalia Whitley, is expected to lead a contingent to the United Kingdom in the coming weeks to seek the removal of an Order in Council placed in reserve over the British Virgin Islands. The Order of Council is placed in reserve in the event that the British Virgin Islands does not satisfactory implement the Commission of Inquiry recommended governance reforms agreed to in a framework document between the United Kingdom and the British Virgin Islands. Special Envoy of the Premier Benito Wheatley told the 77th Session of the United Nations General Assembly last week that the order has presented challenges for the relationship between the UK and the BVI. In a statement made by the special envoy, it was noted that the premier and his delegation will further engage the U.K. government on the progress of ongoing reforms in the BVI when they travel to London early next month to attend ministerial talks between U.K. ministers and British Overseas Territories political leaders. Among other things, the BVI delegation will encourage the UK government to reconsider their current position on maintaining an order in council in reserve that allows the governor to impose direct rule over the islands at his discretion, Whitley stated. Premier Whitley recently expressed his dissatisfaction with the order and council, arguing that the UK should discontinue the practice of suspending the constitutions of other countries. News out of St. Martin is that more investments needed to counter money laundering and tourist financing. St. Martin Island Times reports, an inspection by the St. Martin Law Enforcement Council, has shown that the approach of judicial authorities in St. Martin to combat money laundering and tourist financing is insufficient and requires more attention. In its report, the Law Enforcement Council assessed the approach of judicial authorities in the fight against money laundering and the financing of terrorism. As in its previous report on the cross-border crime, the council noted that there are a number of bottlenecks that prevent an effective joint approach to money laundering and terrorist financing by the authorities. According to the council, the continuing lack of resources specifically prevents the authorities from achieving the desired results and the execution of their legitimate tasks. Given the country's need to comply with the recommendations of the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force on money laundering and terrorist financing by 2024, the Council stresses that a determined effort by the Minister of Justice is necessary to implement the Council's recommendations as soon as possible. According to the report, St. Martin government still has work to do in drafting policies and updating some of the regulations in the area of anti money laundering and countering the financing of terrorism. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Now on to the Bahamas, where there is an increase in the minimum wage and price controls. MyView News reports the Bahamas' Prime Minister, Philip Davis, has announced an increase in the island's minimum wage and temporary price controls on certain goods, including eggs, bread, and diapers, amid a spike in inflation. The minimum wage will increase from $210 to $260 a week. It will be retroactive from July for public employees and will go into effect January 2023 for the private sector. It's only the second time in two decades that the Bahamian government has raised minimum wage. The last occurred in 2015, according to the Bahamas Chamber of Commerce. The price controls will remain in effect for six months and then be subject to review. In other news, Unidos U.S. to host Workforce Development Summit in Puerto Rico. News Is My Business reports UNITOS U.S., a Latin civil rights and advocacy organization based in Washington, D.C., will host a Workforce Development Summit November 2nd to Fort in Puerto Rico. The summit will serve as a platform for stakeholders from across local, state, and national levels to discuss issues affecting the Hispanic workforce, organizers said. The 2022 Unidos U.S. Workforce Development Summit, Create Pipelines, Connect People, Change Practices, Investing in the Latinx Workforce, will be held at the Caribe Hilton Hotel and will feature speakers from Puerto Rico and the continental United States. Attendees will have the opportunity to participate in professional development seminars, learn and share best practices for developing Latino workers, and cultivate professional relationships and expand their networks. Sonia M. Perez, acting CEO of Unidos US, said, This timely summit is an important opportunity to bring diverse stakeholders together so that they can work on improving practices and systems that help Puerto Ricans and all Hispanic workers move up the economic ladder. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Now, concerns are growing as cholera spreads through Haiti's prisons. HaitiNews.net via Voice of America reports, a nonprofit organization on Tuesday called on Haiti's government to release certain inmates amid a swift rise in cholera cases throughout the country's severely crowded prison system. Health Through Walls, which provides medical care to prisoners in Haiti, noted that not only inmates are at risk, but also security guards, kitchen workers and health staff. Immediate action is necessary to avert more preventable deaths within the prisons, the organization said. Medical staff working at the National Penitentiary in Port-au-Prince, which is Haiti's largest prison with more than 4,000 inmates, have reported at least 21 deaths and 147 hospitalizations from October 4 to 11, said Michelle Carson, co-founder of the nonprofit. Haiti's 20 prisons hold roughly 11,000 inmates, and health advocates are extremely worried given that the occupancy rate in the country's four main prisons exceeds more than 400%. Help Through Walls asks Haiti's justice minister to release inmates who are critically ill, malnourished, or those who have served their time but have not gone to trial, among others. Now here's our final note. Caribbean environmentalist wins prestigious award. Dominica News Online reports Haitian National and Environmental Protection in the Caribbean. EPIC Project Manager Anderson John has been chosen as the 2022 Bright Award winner through Stanford Law School, California, USA. The Bright Award is given annually to an individual who has made significant contributions in the environmental preservation and sustainability area. The winner is selected each year from one of 10 rotating regions worldwide based on recommendations from regional consultants and a nominating committee comprised of Stanford Law School faculty, students, and others. Jean will formally receive the award in a ceremony on May 2023, which marks the 10th year of the Stanford's prestigious Environmental Prize. Jean works for Epic as Haiti's project manager for the Black Cap Petrel Conservation Program. This podcast has been brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer. Phenomenal foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian Inspired Seasonings and Diamond Key Marina British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, October 13th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.